Hey everybody, it's Sean, one of your co-hosts of Pie Factory Podcast. Jim and I each wanted to say a few things uh, just uh, in celebration of our, well, as Jim puts it, 100th anniversary. Uh, and uh, first of all, I guess what I'm going to say is some of the cliche stuff. Like, it's been fun doing this podcast. It has been. It's been, oh man, it's been going on four and a half years that this podcast has been around. I think April 1st, 2015, how appropriate was our launch. There have been times that Jim and I would talk to each other and say, you know, should we put an end to this podcast? But we're still here. We're still here. Here's episode 100 coming up. And why do we keep it up? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think, well, that's, that's a lie. That's a lie. One reason we keep it up is, well, the people that we meet because of this podcast. I remember one time at Midwest Gaming Classic, it was during one of those times when I'm thinking, yeah, let's let's wrap up this podcast after Midwest Gaming Classic. Let's put out a final episode and be done with it. But people would come up to us and tell us how much they enjoy the podcast, which I don't know about Jim, but for me, that seriously surprises me. I was like, really? People like this? I guess you're your own worst critic. I don't know. And people always say the same thing. Hey, I really enjoy listening to you guys. I love the banter between you two. One thing I noticed that no one has ever said to us is we learned a lot from your podcast. Uh, they always comment about how they enjoy the conversation more than anything else. Uh, and truth is, we if you think we don't know what we're talking about, you're absolutely right. We don't know what we're talking about. What we do is we pick the games, we do the research, we look up the history of the games, we find out the best information that we can, we play the games, and then we report back to you what our findings were. We report back to you what we learned. But because of feedback from people, that's why we still go. I think that's why we're still doing it, because we want people to enjoy it. We really do. And so I guess that's it. It's the chemistry that matters. So I guess one thing I can say to everybody who might think about doing a podcast or some other kind of thing, get together with someone you've known for a while. Like as I record this little bit, Jim and I have been friends for 27 years, one month and six days. But if there's somebody that you've been friends with for a long time, just come up with a topic that the two of you like and record yourselves talking about it and see what happens. Play it back for other people. There might be some chemistry between the two of you that other people would enjoy. And I think that's what keeps this podcast going. And I guess I just don't know what else to say other than thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you to those of you who've been around with us since the beginning and those of you who are just brand new to listening to us. But going back to also why we do this podcast, it's really just because of all of you. We've met some amazing people thanks to this podcast. Uh, man, if I could sit here and name them, well, that would take up an entire episode right now of people that we've gotten to know. Since we started doing this podcast, we've been invited to at least two private living room arcades. <laughs> We've met both in person and online so many great podcasters, uh, Super Podcast Brothers. When Tim and Andy came out to the Chicago area a couple of years ago, we hung out with them. That was one of the most fun times I'd had in a long time. They were so much fun. Uh, Victor and Sean from uh, Ten Pence Arcade. We love bashing them to pieces, and they love bashing us worse. Lying gets. And uh, having said that, we seriously had an amazing time hanging out with them when they were here last year 
And I remember, I think I mentioned this in the podcast at one point, but when I left Galloping Ghost to go home, I got in the car, sat down, and my first thought was, I miss those guys already. I, of course, have to uh, mention uh, Doc Mack at Galloping Ghost Arcade, Scott Lambert at Underground Retrocade. Both of those guys have been really good to us. They've uh, pulled some strings for us in the past so we could uh, do certain research for various podcast episodes. Uh, We are trying to not take advantage of that. We're doing our best to not ask them for any favors because we feel bad about that. Uh, they were so good to us. They've both been really, really good to us over the years, but we we do not want to be a bother. So I thank them. I thank all of you for listening. And I thank Jimmy G, my podcast co-host and uh, my friend for over 27 years, for thinking of me when he came up with this idea for Pie Factory Podcast. I was actually going to do a completely different podcast, but he uh, sent me an email or a message over Facebook or a te- I don't remember how it was, but he said, hey, I've been thinking about doing a podcast and uh, I would like you to co-host it with me. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. So there we go. Most of what you hear on Pie Factory Podcast is the brainchild of Jim. He came up with the whole two games per episode. He came up with the rating system. Believe it or not, he actually came up with Sean's Drinking Arena, uh, which uh, you may or may not hear in this episode. Uh Even though I'm the one doing it, he was actually the one who would first publicly test these really weird sodas. So I kind of stole that from him. And the phrase drinking arena, well, we stole that from another podcast that's unrelated. So what you hear, like features that we have, like this week in Robotron, everything we know about the Atari box, I think Jim can. Most of that, that's all Jim. It's either Jim or it's stolen. So... If there's something you like about this podcast that's a regular recurring theme, you can thank Jim for that. Uh, By the way, something else that we hear a lot of when people talk to us about what they like about our podcast, they say that they really enjoy the off-topic episodes. They like the episodes we did when we talked about just dedicated consoles. They liked the radio episode we did. Well, I got good news if you're uh, a fan of those kind of episodes. This episode is completely off-topic. Anyway, I realize I've been going on for quite a long time. Um, I guess there's one more thing I just want to say to everybody listening to this. Please support your local video game arcade. If you don't know if there's one in your area, go to orcade.com. A-U-R-C-A-D-E dot com. Click the browse locations button and then do a search for your general area and You may be surprised there might be some video games in your area, but go to those places, support them. And without any further ado, here is the Pie Factory Podcast, Episode 100 Spectacular. Some things happen only once. Landing on the moon. Winning the Super Bowl. Being elected president. And earning an Academy Award nomination. And, of course, a podcast's 100th episode. Jim and Sean present the Pie Factory Podcast 100th Episode Spectacular with special guests William Allen Pepper. I didn't want to look at you. Robert Ferg Ferguson. Where's Bill's face? And Kevin Zerbinator Zerb. You're going to love it. It's a great program. This is the Pie Factory Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to a very exciting Base 10 episode of the Pie Factory Podcast. 
Once again from the radiated wastelands of Morris, Illinois, this is uh, Jimmy G. And this is Jimmy G. Mother f- Sean. This is Sean. <laughs> Mother Sorry. F- okay. Take two. So, this is a very, very special episode because it's our 100th arbitrary episode. All of our episodes are arbitrary, so yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. But the numbering is especially arbitrary because we had our episode zero, and then we had an episode split into two parts, and a spe- couple of special yeah. episodes we didn't number, but... Well, I think we only had one that we didn't number, but yeah. Well, still. Uh, you get the it's, point. You get the a, point. It's 100 and not 100 <laughs> at the same time. It's Schrodinger's episode, I guess. So... Um, for this special episode, we have some guests, and going from left to right, as it is on my screen, we have from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, and from uh, virtually other podcasts, who is that over there waving at me? It's me, Ferg. I'm on Please Stand By as well. Yes, you are. Yes. Yes, but damn, we're waiting for that. Da- damn right. Oh, sorry. And then, next in line from... The boring state of Iowa. I kid, Illinois is actually a lot more boring. Uh, we got a lot more money than in Illinois. Iowa. <laughs> what? Who do we have there? Uh, this is Bill from uh, Atari Bytes, and it's a podcast, Charlie Brown. And now he's apparently from this podcast as well. So, well, you all technically are now. Next to him, last and certainly not least, because if... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love podcasting in jokes. I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody listening just really enjoyed that. And I'm not going to say what it was, just to keep people wondering. So, who is that that just made that joke? Why, it's me, Zerb, uh, Zerbinator, also known as Kevin, also known by my Christian name, Elksberry. <laughs> Elksberry. Mm-hmm. Hello. Okay. Thank you what's so your, much. What's, your, what's my story? What's your satanic name? That's. <laughs> Oh, that's my Arabic Could name. No, that's my that, Arabic please? name. Um, uh, we're writing this down for the show notes. Yeah, tax reasons and all that. Oh, uh, yeah. zero zero six 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 zero zero zero. It's okay. a it's a binary evil code, but <laughs> a base six system. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to do? We're going to do something a little different for this episode. Just um, a little different. Just a little bit. <laughs> we're going to have a bad trivia game show. Now, here's the deal. When I was a teenager for Christmas, I got my first Trivial Pursuit set. And here's one of the cards right here. Ooh. Now, you can't see it, but if you look in the corner, like right down there, I see a yellow triangle, uh, Jim. There's a number there. It says 406. Didn't see that. Now, if you look at the answer side, there's a little number in the corner there, 465. Oh, dear. That should read 405. There was a printing mix-up in the Trivial Pursuit card-making factory. And, uh, and so the questions all have wrong answers. Nice. Sometimes to hilarious effect. All right. And uh, unfortunately, the, uh, the best card in the deck is long gone, and I can't find it. I want to think I loaned it to Sean, but I can't be certain I want to think it, you might have, yeah. I really want to think that, too. <laughs> well, that was prevenge for my disappearing 2600. That's true. So, basically, the question was, I think it was the history category. Yes, I remember it exactly. From what two words does the meat product Spam take its name? And the answer was... Spanish ham. No. Good guess. You're very close. Why don't you give it a shot, Bill? What do you think Spam, what two words Spam got its name from? Yes. Uh, special phlegm. (laughs) That's even closer. (laughs) really is uh what what about you ferg um well thing is i'm not gonna question so was it selcho and writer who did this game yes uh, 
uh, Horn Abbott. Oh, Horn Abbott. That's right. Yeah, social order oh, writer with Scrabble. Great. Um, I'm not going to question Horn Abbott. You know, they very meticulously plagiarized from other sources. <laughs> but, um, hey, Ferg, what do you think the two words are that make the meat product spam's name? The Declaration of Independence. That is even closer. That is even closer. <laughs> but no. The correct answer According is... According to Horn Abbott, do you remember the correct answer, Jimmy G? Yes, I do. Leon Trotsky. <laughs> That's correct. Leon Trotsky. All right. I was going to say that. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to pull a card of at random from the stack. I counted them just that out of the many? 110 cards that are messed up. Oh, and me and my brother 110? were playing the game. 110? Apparently there's 110. Oh, my. Uh, what happened, me and my brother were playing it, and one of us had a question that one of us absolutely knew the answer to, but it was wrong. Then we looked at the card and noticed the numbers, and like, oh... Hmm, they're all wrong. <laughs> and so we went through the went through the, the question deck picking out all the wrong cards. And I counted them tonight and there's 110 cards. So Yikes. I'm going to what I'll do is I'll read the question off and then I'll give you all the answers on the back so that each one of you has to choose one of the answers. And you have to scramble up the order of the question the uh yeah, answers too. And then whoever gets the question or the <laughs> whoever gets the answer Correct. He does with little quotation marks with his finger. Gets a point. And what do they win for a prize? Because this is an audio podcast after all. After all. Oh, of course. After what all. Do they yeah. win, what do you guys win for a prize for the person with the high score? Absolutely nothing. Yay. Yay. The, the, I have the a question, Mr. Goble. You, in the front row. Yes. Are you going through all 110 cards tonight? Uh, we will no. We will do a minimum of five. Depends we on how do, fast we'll everybody five. is. Yeah. yeah. How okay. fast? Come on, snap, snap. Mm, got so, it. All right. So what we'll do is we'll go with the first card here. We'll see how it plays out, and um, then we'll move on. I'm so. excited. Okay. Now, <laughs> since I'm going from left to right on my screen here, Sean, are you, uh, Sean is going to be the moderator, keep score. I will be the, I don't know. I'll be the question reader. So, anybody have a pen? Right here. I yeah. do. All right. Ooh, the clicky oh, pen. God damn it! Just one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you ever take your pen upside down and with the clicky side and then play rocket ship with it? Yes. Yeah, but it always lands <laughs> on my moon. <laughs> Look at this sparkling <laughs> face, <laughs> brother. And what I'll do before each I read the question is I'm going to let the first person up choose the category. Standard Trivial Pursuit categories of geography, entertainment, history, arts and literature, science and nature, or sports and leisure. I will keep score on this receipt that I found from Best Electronics. There you oh, go. Who should awesome. be sponsoring this podcast. Ding. So, Ferg. Yes? Which category would you like? I would like sport and leisure, please. Okay. <laughs> what TV movie dramatized the death of the Chicago Bears' Brian Piccolo? Oh, Le I know this and one. Here, Leisure. And here are, here are the, here are the <laughs> answers. Morgan Stern, two, the Dogs of War, General George S. Patton Jr., football, or Australia's. Which do you want there, Ferg? Two. You want two? Yes. Ferg, what, Ferg has two. Zerb. Or, I'm sorry, Bill, you're next in line. Which of the remaining uh, answers do you want? Australia. Oh, the moderator needs some clarification. Can they agree on answers? You know what? Yeah, let's do that. Let's okay. do that. Yeah. yeah okay. let's so do more, that. Than one, more than one contestant can choose the same answer if you so desire. Yeah, let's do that. Well, I don't like Ferg's answer, so I'm going to go with <laughs> Australia's. 
Australia's. So we have two for Ferg, Australia's for Bill. Kev, which one do you want? Uh, I'll take the, what was the third answer? The third choice? Uh, I don't remember the answer. The, <laughs> I don't remember the order in which Morgan I wrote them, so I'll just read them. <laughs> The Dogs of War. The Dogs of War. I, I'd like. What is the Dogs of War? <laughs> All right. And the answer is football. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that makes too much sense. So we won the same amount we just lost. So nobody got a point. Right. Yep. Oh so, man. All right. So let's choose another random card. And Bill, uh, let's the category. see. Uh, his history was one of the categories, right? Yep. All right. Who was the U.S. ambassador to the court of St. James at the outbreak of World War II? And here are your answers. Everybody knows that. Thomas Edison. <laughs> the Mason-Dixon line. Oh, yeah. Helen Hayes. <laughs> roller coasters. Wuthering Heights. And the Mason-Dixon line a second time. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go with Helen Hayes. <laughs> Helen Hayes for Bill. Kev, which one do you want? Oh, Mason Dixon all the way. Mason Dixon, the first or the second one? <laughs> oh, uh, whichever one was spelled with M-A-S-O-N. The first or the second one? Oh. <laughs> the one that had D-I-C-K-S-O-N. The first or the Futurama second one? Oh. or <laughs> American Okay, we'll give, you, we'll give you the first one. Okay, that sounds good. And Ferg, which one do you would you like to choose? Um... I'll take Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. The correct answer is to the question, who was the U.S. ambassador at the court of St. James at the outbreak of World War II? The Mason-Dixon yes! line. The second oh, one. Man. <laughs> yes! Should we give that to him, Sean? Yes, we should give that to him. It's the exact we'll same answer. <laughs> Thank um, you. Here we go. The score is now Kevin, 6,283, <laughs> Bill, 0, Ferg, 0. Okay, right. now Kevin. going to catch up. Your turn. <laughs> Which category would you like? I'll take words that begin with S, Mr. Goble. <laughs> that's, that's, I'll take swords, that's, Alex. That would be sports. Uh, sports what are my choices? Because I'm a douche who'd never played. Geography. Children. Yeah. Geography, entertainment. Entertainment. History. Please. Entertainment. Thank you. What? I know the answers. These are kind of hard to read sometimes. <laughs> what rags to riches film knocked out all competitors to win the 1976 Best Picture Oscar? And here are your answers. Pele, <laughs> Henry Kissinger, <laughs> Topaz, The Empire State Building, The Galloping Gourmet, or Flo? Oh, it's obvious. I mean, the, the rags part would have been Pele to riches, but... Pele. Oh, Pele. Pele for Kev. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Pele, even though I, I think it'll be Flo. Pele for Kev. Ferg. I'm going to pick Flo. Kiss my grits, everybody. And Bill, which one would you like to choose? Kissinger all the way. <laughs> Kissinger Henry all the way. Kissinger. Kiss Kissing oh, who? I'm missing you. <laughs> You're the doctor of my dreams. You hear there's an extended version of that song. Is there? Sweet. On the Monty Python album, The Final Ripoff, they added a whole new verse. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Wow. Yep. You've got nicer legs than Hitler and bigger <laughs> than Cher. <laughs> okay. Well, so the answer to the entertainment question, what rags to riches film knocked out all competitors to win the 1976 Best Picture Oscar is 
The Galloping Gourmet. Damn it. Oh, oh, Nobody so the, gets it. No the score one remains. Not a sausage. 6,283. Ferg, zero. <laughs> Bill, zero. Damn. Next question. Yes. One of you is going to owe us money. Oh, no. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So, we back to Ferg. Okay. For round two. I will take... Finish him. Geography. Where is Kruger National Park? Freddy has nothing to do with it. Oh, oh that's no fair. He lives in Delaware. <laughs> Here are your answers. King Kong, Spencer Tracy, St. Peter's Rome, Pierre, Charles Gorin, or South. I'm going to go South. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> okay. Bill, which would you like to choose? Uh, Pierre. Ooh, Pierre. Good answer. Okay, not really. Um, <laughs> Kev. Way to build up my hopes. <laughs> Kev. Crashes dreams. Which answer? Which answer would you like? I like th that Charles fellow. Charles Gorin. Yes, sir. All righty. And the answer to the question, where is Kruger National Park, is... Pierre. Oh! Yes! yes. Ferg, you owe us money now. I'm not a loser right, anymore. So that brings the score to Kevin, 6,283. Bill, 6,283. Yes. Ferg, zero. And because Bill got this question right, he owes us $5. <laughs> it's, oh. it's, I put in the mail right now. Stay by your mailbox. All right, now we move on to Bill. Your turn to select the category. Uh, I'm all about sports and leisure. What's men's par on a 455-yard <laughs> golf hole? <laughs> and your all answers right. are... Wait, 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 wait. I knew her. Wait for oh, it. Wait for <laughs> it. Sean! Oh, no, I'm not going to read you. No, I'm uh, No. Uh, <clears throat> oh. Here's your answers. Okay. Leon Trotsky... <laughs> I guess I didn't give this card to Sean. Oh, oh you found it! Oh my god! <laughs> Leon Trotsky. I, th I say we zero. throw the question out because we already know it's not Leon Trotsky. Yes, you're right. We'll throw this one Judges, out. Judges, what do you think? That's fine. The answer to what's men's power in a 455 yard golf hole is, of course, Mexico City. Oh, <laughs> right. That's where oh. I found her. I was going to say that. <laughs> that is so we'll, we'll swap that question up. <laughs> All right. By the way, I need you to scan that card. You know what? I will set that one aside so I lose it easily. Mm. There we go. I put it on top of my box of the Joking Hazard Big Shiny Red Box Edition game. So, the replacement question. What Jamaican rum is named for a Welsh pirate? And here are your answers. Hmm. Lebanon, John Paul I, <laughs> Michael Stivick, an idiot, Bjorn Borg, or Ireland? Uh, gotta be John Which Paul. Which do you choose? John Paul. Jo Pope John Paul I. Alrighty, Zerb. Which do you want to take? Uh, oh, don't take that. I'll take Agnes Marley. <laughs> that was funny if you remember the question. What is uh, my answer choices? <laughs> John Paul I, Michael Stivick, Lebanon, an idiot, Ireland, or Bjorn Borg? You called me an idiot? Uh, Lebanon. Lebanon. And Ferg. Bjorn Borg. Bjorn Borg. And the answer to the question, what Jamaican pi what Jamaican rum is named for a Welsh pirate is Bjorn Borg. Yes! Ooh, ooh, the score is all tied up. <laughs> 6,283 everybody. Across the board. Getting exciting now. 
<laughs> so I guess it's time for double bad trivia now. <laughs> we got to get through round two. We got to get through round two. We got to get Zerb his question first. Oh, that's oh, yeah, right. that's right. Semifold. So which category do you want? Geography, cut entertainment, <laughs> geography, entertainment, history, arts and literature, science and nature, or sports and leisure? I'm going to take uh, science and uh, and literature. What's the <laughs> What's the only place in Europe where monkeys live free? And here are your answers. Five Cents, Patricia Hearst, the Chicago Cubs, Elmer J. Fudd, March 21st, or Cheyenne? I'm going to say Mickey Dolenz's house. Mickey Dolenz's house. <laughs> um, I'm going to Cheyenne, I think. <laughs> I think it's going to be uh, Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst. Ferg, your answer, please. Um, I was going to say Cheyenne. Cheyenne. All yeah. right. Didn't say it. And Bill. Cheyenne. Uh, I'm going with, going with March 21st. Or March whatever 21st. That was. Yeah. And the answer to the question, what's the only place in Europe where monkeys live free, is... March 21st. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So, Bill I is love in me the, the monkeys. League. Bill is in the league. The yes. score is now Kevin, 6,283. Ferg, 6,283. And Bill, 6,287. <laughs> the air is so much cleaner up here. <laughs> yes. And now, round three. Now, round three. This is the bonus round. Wait. Where one of you will get a bonus. <laughs> That's just it. You're getting a new bonus. I don't know what it is. Might be a happy feeling. Might be a happy feeling in that unmentionable place. Mm. I don't know. What, Cleveland? But, Ferg. <laughs> Cleveland. I was going for Omaha, but Cleveland works. Yeah. We've got listeners in Cleveland. Shh. We don't have any in Omaha, as far as we know. That's my wife, actually. Yeah, you do. Oh, well. Well, she's here now. But. So, so Ferg. Yes. I shall. Hi. Hi. Okay. Oh, she knows me. So, Ferg, which category oh, would you like to uh, select? Oh, the brown one. <laughs> <laughs> he likes... Cubs underwear for... It's arts oh, and literature. <laughs> arts, arts, arts and entertainment. Arts and literature. Who was imprisoned for faking Howard Hughes' autobiography? Oh. And here are your answers. Martha's Vineyard, Shirley Temple, the Gutenberg Bible, mm. Marie Antoinette, Amelia Earhart, or Chess? Hmm, all good answers. I'm going to go Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart. All righty. Bill, Marie which answer would you choose? Uh, Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette. Ooh, chopping that a little close there, aren't you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, historical humor. I don't have a writer. Okay, Kev, which one will you choose? I'm going to choose chess, Jim. Chess. Wow. And the answer confident. to the question... Who was imprisoned for faking Howard Hughes' autobiography is, of course, and everyone knows this, I'm surprised none of you got it, the Gutenberg Bible. Oh, oh of course. I haven't seen him since Police Academy, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, dude, he did, so a few years ago, Steve Gutenberg did a horror film called Corner, where he was the slasher. What? Cornered. He was the slasher. He was the killer in the film. Cornered? And he was uh, staking out, cornered. Oh, my God. He was staking okay. out uh, corner, uh, corner convenience stores. Wow, thank you, Stonecutters. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Bill. We did. Your turn. <sighs> Let's see. What category um, would you like? You know what? Arts and literature was kind of fun. Let's do that again. All righty. What painter popularized soup cans and Brillo soap pad boxes? Hmm. And your answers are 
Note that Mom the author it? in the group chose the arts and literature. Very <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of a, a habit. And your answers yeah. are Mount Kilimanjaro, The Right, Yellow Submarine, <laughs> George Washington, Dog Patch, or India Rubber? Oh, well. Uh, India Rubber. India Rubber. All righty. Kev, it's which still not big choose? enough for what I needed. What? <laughs> you want me to read the choices again? Uh, what is the first part of the sentence? To the question. That's the what subject, painter? and the second part is the predicate. Okay, good. What painter popularized painter. soup cans in Brillo? Oh, um, and the second answer was on the back? Uh, read them again, because I don't remember the order in which I read them. <laughs> George to Washington. To bottom, yeah. George Washington, that's the one. George Washington. All right, and Ferg, finally, which answer will you choose? Well, I have to go with the yellow submarine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. You're not Gee, required that's to. not predictable or anything. <laughs> so the answer to the question, what painter popularized soup cans and Brillo soap pad boxes is Dogpatch. Oh. Yes, Dogpatch. Still, Bill is still in the lead and still has a commanding lead. Let's see if that he gets tied here. The last question for round three. And I am no, I am going to forget which round we are before too long. So and remember, don't read them in order because everybody can count. Okay, it goes geography, entertainment, history. I'm mixing uh, them up. I'm mixing them up. Trust me. Here, you here, you want you want proof? Uh, oh wait. Shuffle the card. I want to see you shuffle the card. Shuffle the card. Just one please. card. <laughs> he he did oh. say please. So, uh, Kev, which category? Ge- you like? Geography this time, please. Okay. What U.S. state receives the least sunshine? And your answers are... Uranus. Bullfighting. <laughs> Uranus. Bullfighting. Groucho Marx. Runnymede. New York. The Concord. <coughs> excuse me. The Concord. Or Macbeth. I'll take... <coughs> excuse me. New, New York. <laughs> New York. That's Uranus. <laughs> New York, please. Yeah, or Ferg. Which one will you take? Uh, Runnymede, please. Runnymede. And Bill, finally, which one will you take? Um, I, I'm sorry. Can you give me the choices again, please? <laughs> Bullfighting, Runnymede, New York, Groucho Marx, The Concord, or Macbeth? Ah, uh, Macbeth, of course. Macbeth. <laughs> and the answer to the question, what U.S. state receives the least sunshine is... New York. (laughs) For a geography geek like me, that's funny because that's not the right answer. The right answer is, of course, probably either Washington State or Oregon. Wait, who? Oregon. Oregon. It's not Oregon. They they schwa it. It's it's Oregon. Oh, by the way, was that Kevin who got that? Yes. That was Kevin. So Bill and Kev are tied. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are tied at 6,287. Ferg, however, way back with only (laughs) 6,283. does smell better up here, William. (laughs) It really does. There's lovely shade and you can get a nice drink. I like what you've done to the breeze. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, speaking of nice drink, why don't we take a little commercial break? Oh, yes, let's do that. Let's okay. break for perhaps Sean's drinking arena. Tonight's Uh-oh. edition, pumpkin Ooh. pie. Oh, Just in time for Ew. pumpkin spice madness to happen with Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, uh, who should be sponsoring this, along with Lester's Fixins. So let's see what this gunk tastes like. Mmm. 
I bet it's pretty good. I'm excited. It smells like nothing. Well, then again, I'm getting over a cold, which is why my voice might sound a little slightly different from usual, but uh, that might be affecting my sense of smell and to a lesser extent my sense of taste. (laughs) This tastes like Halloween candy that you think you like, but you're not 100% sure. Candy Candy corn? corn? (laughs) Oh, jeez. I just almost, like candy corn. almost. Circus penis. I've um, had that. <laughs> <laughs> mm. They make creams and salves for that. <laughs> mm. It's not bad. Is there it's any actual pumpkin in there, Sean? Um, let me see. I'll look in the ingredients. Well, I'm gonna spill it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Oh, it's got nutrition. Oh, because it has nutritional facts. <laughs> <laughs> just because it has nutritional uh. information doesn't mean it's nutritious. Ingredients: carbonated sugar. Oh, carbonated water, Pressed sugar, peanut sodium benzoate, preservative, citric acid, natural yeah. and artificial flavors, mm. modified food starch, Ugh. ester gum, that's my aunt's name, <laughs> caramel color, <laughs> yellow six, red... F- is, it, is pumpkin falling in any of those... Ca- like, is it a type we of red six or something? We live in a yellow number six. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, artificial flavor. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Ingredients. Peanuts, salt, artificial honey roast. So that was Sean's drinking arena. Peanut sweeping. (laughs) All right. Hey, everybody. Jimmy G here. Just a few words for you. I hope you're all enjoying the show. Uh, We decided to do something a little bit different for our 100th anniversary. Have a few special guests on and have a little fun and entertainment for our special episode. (laughs) It makes a good change from our rest of our episodes. Am I right? Uh Uh-huh. No, um, seriously, um, there's so much I could say about this momentous occasion, about this, about this arbitrary base 10 anniversary that we're having, but, uh, in all seriousness, um, I I really never thought, uh, Sean and I would, uh, would get this far. Sean and I have been friends for, wow, close to 30 years now, something like that. I mean, there are times we've lost track. Well, I mean, not lost track, but didn't have as much contact like when he moved to New to New Jersey. Almost said New York. <laughs> Sorry for the insult. Um, I kid. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we've we've always been friends. We've always been great friends. And um, yeah, I'll never forget the time when I suggested doing this podcast to him. I was laid out from some foot surgery, and uh, I was just bored as hell and uh, messaging him and brought the idea up to him and uh you know that was uh let me think i had my foot surgery 2014 so that would have been 2015 and um you know the rest is as they say history and uh, just want to thank everybody all of our listeners um you've all been there for us every step of the way um all the people we've met all the people who we haven't met it's kind of weird. All the people we've, all of our podcasting friends that we've met and all the ones that we haven't met, I still find it a little weird that uh, <laughs> that I've met uh, Victor Barland and uh, Sean Holly before we met uh, Ferg and uh, Kevin Zerb. <laughs> so that's kind of weird. We met people that live impossibly further away with impossible restrictions to get out here before we've met somebody that lives in our own country. Figure that, sh- that stuff out. I almost said the S word. So, uh, but seriously, um, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've had a lot of fun. We've met a lot of people, but what's most important is that, uh, 
you know, all of you listeners out there have been on this journey with us through every game we've ever done from the highly esteemed Lunar Lander all the way to Zookeeper. And I, I don't know, that's not A to Z. Asteroids to Zookeeper. Let's go that way. That works. Yeah, just, you know, thank, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for the letters we've gotten when we've done our special uh, episodes about uh, mental health issues. We've gotten some emails in regards to those that we aren't really free to read on the air. But uh, to know that we've uh, we've touched you guys in a positive way from just talking about video games to talking about stuff a little bit more serious once in a while, that does me a lot of good. There are many times when I've just felt like uh, giving it up, but then I think about, you know, you guys, you know, and uh, the fact that you've put us where we are. And, um, you know, that, that touches me, you know. But uh, I'm not going to go all uh, all sad and miserable on you guys because I can do that without the podcast. <laughs> I kid. But seriously, thank you all. And um, here's to another hundred or so. And, um, and most importantly, thanks to my uh, my best friend, uh, Sean Courtney, and uh, for putting up with me. And um, I'm just going to throw a plug in here. If you're not listening to his uh, podcast, Diary of a Schnook, um, or no, I'm sorry, autobiography of a schnook, uh, listen to it because Sean's a great storyteller and he can weave a tale. Um, yeah, they're all based on real life experiences, but, uh, even when he's talking about stuff on that show that just doesn't sound like it'd be interesting to me, it's still interesting. So check that out. So thanks everyone. And back to the regularly scheduled nonsense. There we so go. now we're moving on to uh, yet another round. There's no bonuses this time, but if you get the question wrong, we will steal your firstborn male child. <laughs> Take it away. I'm sterile. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> you can have my kid. Wait, what? Oh. Um, okay, Ferg, so yes. you get to choose the next category. Uh, green. All right. Science Nose and goblins. nature. It's a booger snot, oh, that's for sure. That's right. Okay. What's the symbol... What's the symbol <laughs> what is for the, the zodiacal the sim- sign Gemini? What's the zodiac symbol, or what's the symbol for the zodiac sign Gemini? And here okay. are your answers: London, one hundred and nine, seven, a boxer, Alexander Graham Bell, or Hal Holbrook. Hmm. Could be anything. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Hal Holbrook. Hal Holbrook. All righty. Bill, he took my answer. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's, um, there's a Lincoln Continental <laughs> on the line. You can both answer the same thing. Remember? I, yeah. I, oh, yes. I love me some Hal Holbrook. I, I'm gonna go with that. Hal Holbrook. Ooh, that's two. And Kev, which one are you going for? What was the one that was a number? There were two. There was two of them. There was seven, and there was one hundred nine. Oh, definitely seven. Seven. And the answer to the question, what's the symbol for the zodiacal sign, it said zodiacal sign, not zodiac, Gemini, is Alexander Graham Bell. Isn't it obvious? That's such an obvious question. (laughs) When I look up at the stars at night, at any rate, I was going to go for a King's X reference there, but I think only one of you would get it. (laughs) So, so, so Bill, you get to choose a category now. Um, Which one would you like? I would like, uh, well, let's do science and nature again. All righty. What's, 
<laughs> what's, Are you okay over there, Jim? <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> what's the What's the hog's largest living relative? What's the hog's largest living relative? And here are your answers. Your mother-in-law. <laughs> here are your answers. Actually, his mother-in-law is kind of skinny, if I remember correctly. So, <laughs> the martini, a martini, anchors away. It was the first U.S. satellite. The Glenn Miller Orchestras with an apostrophe S and the Himalayas. Uh, Himalayas. The Himalayas. All righty, Kev. Yo. Which one of those would you like? Which I'm, answer would you like? I would love the Glenn Miller Orchestras. The Glenn Miller Orchestras. Mm-hmm. The Ferg. What's uh, your selection I'm for your answer? Kind of torn between a martini and the martini. Uh, <laughs> That's I'm gonna how go, spelled on the card. I'm going to go the martini. The martini. All righty. And the answer to the question, what's the hog's largest li- living relative is... It was the first U.S. satellite. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man, I'm surrounded by dunderheads. I think these cards are screwed up. You gotta feel, you gotta feel happy for the hog, no, though. Davy. <laughs> you're, you're doubting the company of Hoyt Axton. Is that what it's called? Hoyt Axton? Hoyt and Axton, yeah. Hoyt Axton is a, okay. a, I don't trust a country you. singer. Yeah. <laughs> is that two people Alrighty. or one person? And the from the last question for the end of round four, which category would you like there, Ferg? Or Ferg, Kev, Zerb. whoever you are. You're both on Zerb. <laughs> You're both on the same pod ta- podcast, and Ferg and Zerb sound so much alike. They do. Spelled so a little Zerb. different. Yes. Which which category would you like? I want the purple one. That would be a combination of the geography. <laughs> no, entertainment is pink. Entertainment's closer. So which would you I'll like? I'll take entertainment. Would... All righty. It's closer. You don't want to played... reach so far. <laughs> Who played Reagan McNeil in The Exorcist? And here are your answers. The Crash of 79. Mm. Wimbledon in the Fringe Australian U.S. Opens. Mm. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Lockjaw. Don't read anymore. A Hard Day's <laughs> you Night. You know what I'm picking. Or Poland. <laughs> Everyone else has got to hear Uh So which is it? Uh, Tony Blair. <laughs> oh, wait, no. It's um, uh, Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. All right. Gav. Or, or Ferg. Ferg. Yeah. Up yours, Kev. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, again, I have to pick a hard day's night here. You have to pick a hard day's night. Alrighty. And finally, <laughs> Bill, to end round four, which answer would you like to take for the question? Who played Reagan McNeil in The Exorcist? Hello, Bill. Bill. You there? Bill, we Bill. can't hear you. We see you, but we can't hear you. Can you hear us, Bill? How come on the exorcist question? I'm going to go with the Wimbledons. (laughs) Bill? I can hear you now. I lost you you for a minute there. Billy boy, 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 boy. The the Wimbledons. Bill! Hello? Can we we answer for Bill? Hello? Yeah, answer for Bill until he gets back. (laughs) I'm going to let him. Hey, Bill, can you wave at the camera if you can hear us? Hello? I don't think he's moving at all, is he? No, he isn't. I don't think so. I think he's frozen. Uh-oh. Um, somebody have Jill check on him, please. <laughs> so let's choose an answer for Bill, since he can't... Um, I, he think Sean, I think Sean should pick the answer, since he really doesn't... Oh, that's a good idea. I'm not picking... Hey, I'm the scorekeeper. That's a conflict of interest. But you don't know the answer. I think it'd be fair. But if you get it right, uh, you don't get to win anything at the end of the game. Hmm. Margaret Thatcher. I'm telling you, it's Margaret Thatcher. 
All right. Well, I guess we'll just continue on here with the answer. We'll uh, we'll get back to Bill. We'll we'll bring him back into the fold, as it were, in a little bit. So, who played Reagan McNeil in The Exorcist? Is a hard day's yes! night. Whoa! Oh, the Beatles finally whoa. paid off. Oh, heard. <laughs> and right. once again, we are at a three-way tie of six thousand two hundred eighty-seven. It's okay if it's in a three-way. <laughs> Oh, Lonely man, Island. we need Bill back more than ever now. <laughs> I, I get can't the top. have three-way without Bill. Oh, thing is, he's got a new episode coming out tomorrow. He's pre- he probably ran off to, like, finish oh, it. Oh, that's right, yeah. That wouldn't expect, that wouldn't, oh, oh he dropped. He's <laughs> gone! <laughs> Does that mean his score gets divided up between Ferg and I? We are a socialist no. podcast. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get him back here He's real back. quick. Hey, hey. He's back. Oh, everybody. Ah, there we are. <laughs> All right, hope, so that I, was round four, I think. Whatever. Who's Don't counting? worry, we chose an answer for you and you didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Thank you. I appreciate ask him that. What he, wait, ask him what he would have picked. I was going to say the Wimbledons, whatever that uh, was. Ah, I forget yeah, it. Yeah, you would, no. <laughs> Seeing as that wasn't an answer for that question. It was oh, a yeah, hard it was. day's Wimbledon night. Wimbledon and the French Australian. Oh, man. Shot. It was a hard day's night. And All I right. was working like a dog. Mm. All right. <laughs> I was sleeping. I should be sleeping like a log. So, I think my dog four. doesn't work, so. <laughs> well, it is a dog after all. Yeah, I guess. So, so I guess we'll go on to the next round. Do yeah, we need round to here. do. we need to do at least one more round to do a breaker of a tie thing. True, but we got a little time. We can go a little further with this. Trust me, we can go further. (laughs) But hey, before we do, we must take another break, and this time it is a episode 100 special. Now, Jimmy G, you might remember way back when we Uh started this podcast four years ago that Stitcher's German division reached out to us and said that uh, their German listeners really do prefer to hear podcasts in their own vernacular. So at their behest... We actually recorded our podcast in both English and German. Wow. That was before Stitcher's German division, unfortunately, folded after only a couple of episodes. But right now, (laughs) our listeners get to hear a few minutes of what a German Pie Factory podcast episode sounds like. Es ist verrückt und ich kann diese Spiele einfach nicht spielen. Ich kann Street Fighter nicht spielen. Ich konnte nicht, ich konnte nicht einmal Kratichamp spielen, dass wenn ich mich nicht, also wenn nicht das erste eines der Fürsten in diesem Genre ist, eines so eins Kampfspiel. Ich hasse es absolut. Aber ich würde es spielen, will es besser machen und einige der Geheimnisse in Spiele sehen wollte und Tasche liegt, habe ich eines Tages. Eines Tages, denn alles den Curl in Mortal Kombat besiegt. Ich schlage ihn. Dann wurde ein Arschlag ein Munze ein, drückte den Zweiswielenknopf, tote mich und spiele weiter. Ich denke, es gibt so etwas wie 18 Runden, die du durchlaufen musst, um das Spiel zu beenden. Und in einen von ihnen musst du dich selbst schlagen. Gute Nacht, meine Damen und Herren. That was four years ago. <laughs> I well, remember the, the magic of podcasting. It were yesterday. Mm-hmm. Th- then maybe maybe you wouldn't mind saying uh, Pie Factory Podcast in German. 
Well, no, because that Factory because that's the name. Of, <laughs> we can't because oh, the, God. it's the name, and it would be misleading because people would go to the wrong URL. Oh, uh, of course. I saw this comedian yes. on the Tonight Show years ago when Johnny Carson was still hosting, when he was still alive, of course, too. But he was like, he was talking about languages, and he's like, German is such a harsh language. For example, the word love in Italian, it's l'amour. In French, it's je t'aime. In German, it's ich liebe. <laughs> <laughs> I love. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, like, if we. If we were to say our podcast name in German, then our German listeners would think that our URL would be podcastderkuchenfabrik.de, of course, which is not correct. It's piefactorypodcast.com. Did say, we have piefactorypodcast.com back then, or were we still using Flarket? Ah, uh, that is what they call in the industry a darn good question. Hmm. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't so, remember. Shall we move when on we to the next f- round? I don't remember when we flipped over to, uh, to a street URL. Oh, well. As opposed to a gay one. But anyway, Wait, um, I didn't know URLs think... could be um, homophobic. Go ahead. What? They're crooked. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> They're so, by domain. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so um, Jimmy the G, I think it is time we resume the game. Uh, what's uh, what's coming up? Round seven, is it? <laughs> it's round. It's round the next. Round. Okay. So uh, first, it's round yeah. plus plus. I think it's round five actually. <laughs> Uh, so, Ferg, which category would you like? Um, orange. What's the most frequently rolled number with two dice? Uh, that's sports and leisure, by the way, for those of you keeping track. Right, yes. And here are your answers. Here are your answers to the question, what's the most frequently rolled number with two dice? Cognac, France. Mm. <laughs> Jack. G. Gordon Liddy. Oh, yeah. Vera, Chuck, and Dave. <laughs> Harvard, Princeton, and Yale. I know what Ferg's picking. Or 366. <laughs> yeah, Vera, Chuck, and Dave for me. I don't even get that. I don't even know what that's a reference to. <laughs> Bell, which one will you take? Which answer? My personal hero, G. Gordon Liddy. Of course. G. Gordon Liddy for Bill. And finally, Kev. I'm which one will you take? I'm definitely going to go with G. Gordon Liddy. G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> Alrighty. And Wait, the answer did Michael to the Stipe question answer for you? <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who comes along and plays Michael Stipe, actually. <laughs> right and here. The answer to the question <laughs> Who's the most what's the most wait what's the most frequently rolled number with two dice is none of you got it right. Oh. Harvard, Princeton, and Yale. Oh. Damn it. And, and here's know. a question I was hoping I was hoping you'd pick science and nature because the question is what's the hub of the world according to the International Flat Earth Society? <laughs> and these are oh, questions from man. 1984. <laughs> oh, that's a, that just has Bill written all over. Yeah, for sure. It does, actually. Oh man. <laughs> all right. So let's go with another yeah. question here. Scores are still all tied. Yeah. Oh. And so you Bill, guys are either which... all really good or all really bad at this. <laughs> or maybe the questions are screwed up. I don't know. Hmm. So Bill, what category would you like to take? I feel like a geography question. All righty. Sometimes you feel like a geographer. <laughs> Sometimes you. <laughs> Bob. One day, a magician was walking down the street when all of a sudden, he turned into a restaurant. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> One day, a magician was walking down the street when all of a sudden, he turned into a restaurant. <laughs> 
Okay, here's the question for geography. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> what European city would you visit to stroll on the Via Veneto? The Via hmm. Veneto. And here are your answers. Yes, know it well. What European city? Acid. <laughs> Peach Melba. In a plane crash. Oh. I'm okay, you're okay. <laughs> Gerald Ford. Or Ford. Jerusalem. Uh, I have visited... Many times, uh, acid. So let's go with that. And that falls under the category things I kind of already assumed. So you took a trip with acid, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's talking about his acid wash, wash jeans, which were all the rage before he was born. They were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a faint glow coming off of Kev. I'm really trying to remember what the questions were after acid because I kind of, what the answers were because I kind of focused in on that word. Okay. Acid, Gerald Ford, I'm okay, you're okay. I'm okay, you're okay. Ah, you took I'm okay. Cool. Great, yeah, album like by, great album by Jason Faulkner. I'll take that. Oh, okay. I thought that was an ABBA song. Well, that's Waterloo. Oh, shark. That's yeah, that's Fernando. Right. All right. I guess we'll let Ferg choose an answer. Yeah, Which one do you want? I was going to pick I'm okay, you're okay, too. Okay. Well, you know what? You're all wrong. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then we'll just leave it at that. No. The, que- the answer to the question, yeah. what European city would you visit to stroll on the Via Veneto, is Jerusalem. Oh. Mm, sure. Sometimes the answers are a little Jesus obvious. Jesus' feet the wrong answer. in ancient times. Walk, Walk upon, upon England's, England's mountains green. <laughs> We'd like to buy a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> but it was my only line. And finally, for this round, Kev, which I category take, would you like? I seem to do pretty well with science and literature, so I'll take that. Science and literature. Science and nature or arts and literature? I'll take uh, nature. Boy... <laughs> He's a naturalist. Science and nature, please. What's the zodiacal symbol for Sagittarius? Oh, that's me. And here are your answers. Huh. <laughs> William William What? William Miller. Wait, did we do this one already? I'd swear we had that. No, that was Gemini. Not, no, you didn't Gemini. That was Gemini. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, interesting. Pardon me. Gemini. Gemini. That's the proper Latin right there. Okay. Uh, be- uh Bill, did Libra. you did you die again? Oh no, Bill! Can you hear me, Bill? Uh, oh, oh, I saw him move. I saw him move. Huge trickster. Ah, okay. Okay. So here you're. Oh, so here you're. It the first time. <laughs> All right. Oh man. <laughs> it's magic, Charlie Brown. Um, okay. Here's your answers. Before Turn into death, a restaurant. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Before death, Bjorn Borg, William Miller, Libra, yes. Angel Falls, or Pancho. Uh, Pancho Villa, um, uh, gonna go with Libra's, uh, thing there. Libra. Alrighty. So, Ferg, which answer will you give us? I'll go with Bjorn Borg again. Bjorn Borg. Survey set. Wait, wrong show. Okay, Bill. Pancho. Pancho. <laughs> Alrighty. And the correct answer, so to speak, of what's the zodiacal symbol for Sagittarius is... Libra. (laughs) Again, sometimes these answers are obvious even though they're the wrong answer. (laughs) Even when you mix them up. 
Uh, Although I remember, I think it was in my uh, in my um, Genus Two edition set of uh, Trivia Pursuit cards, which most of those questions are about Canada for some reason. <laughs> there was one card, and even though the answers were correct, the answers were all the same for each question. Oh wow! Well, thing is, the the people who write the the questions are based out of Canada. That is true. They are if from you remember the uh, land of my mother-in-law, Toronto. Wow. Yeah, if you uh, remember episode 71 correctly, we had a little discussion about that, actually. How can you remember? That's true. A discussion wow. you had a smart 30 man. episodes ago. But, Good but Lord. hey, we, had <laughs> a, we no longer have a tie. The score is now... There's a two-way tie for a first loser between <laughs> Bill and Ferg with a score of 6,287. Yes. And they're trailing behind <laughs> Kevin slightly, who now has a score of 7,952. Wow. <laughs> 7,952. I'll put it all on no- six. I'm, surpri- <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's gotten 69. Hmm. <laughs> oh, well. Um, Actually, I did have that, but it was before the show. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, good. Hyde doesn't have to drop in the thing now. <laughs> so, for I think this is round six now. <laughs> okay, so Ferg, which category do you want? Um, uh, I'll take blueberry. <laughs> is there a blue one? Yeah, geography. geography. Okay, I'll take geography. Ah, my best category. What grand grand duchy? Duchy, Dookie, I don't Pass know. the Duchy on the left-hand side. I, I knew somebody was going to make that joke when I saw the questions. <laughs> this is an arcade game podcast. <sighs> Can you hear that? You would have heard well, that. Let me turn it up for you. <laughs> you would have heard that in the arcade back then. So what Grand that Duchy is, is bordered by Belgium, West Ver- <sighs> Ger- Belgium, West Germany, and France? And your answers are the Cubit, the Atlantic Ocean... Washington Irving, Arizona, football, and the hunter. What's a cubit? <laughs> it's like the distance from here to here. I would love to be able to laugh at that again. I know. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take cubit. You will take cubit. All right. Bill. Uh, football. Football. And Kev. <laughs> Other choices. <laughs> The Cubit, the Atlantic Ocean, Arizona, the Hunter, Washington Irving, or football. I'll take Washington Irving. <laughs> Foil Island. <laughs> and the answer to the question, what Grand Duchy is bordered by Belgium, West Germany, and France is, of course, Arizona. Oh. I knew it. Darn it. <laughs> I, I knew it. <laughs> I've got to watch La Lorena with my wife tonight before she goes to sleep. Oh, okay. All righty. So, uh, Bill. Which category would you like? I would love an entertainment Uh, question. Did you drop? Bill? Yeah. Oh. Are you there? I'm here. Yeah. I would would still love an entertainment question. Yes. Entertainment. All right. Who played the title role in the TV series Maud? And here are your answers. Man. Babe Ruth, <laughs> Troy, Clifton Webb. Can we have that second Katoa answer again? Sudan, you, you, and the Red Brigades. The second yeah, I answer. About you, three of those. You, you, <laughs> you yeah. skyped okay. out on a Google Hangouts. Right. 
Ah, alrighty. So I'll read these again. Man, Troy, Babe Ruth, the Red Brigades, Carturum Sedan, or Clifton Webb? Well, in the 1970s, if you're going to have a show called Mod, it's going to be played by a man. So, there you go. It was a man. That's, a man. That is so true. Actually, it is just man, not a man, but we'll let you take that answer. Even oh, though I'm the sorry. One. For the record, okay, Kev. For the record, man. <laughs> man. That, that has been recorded. Thank you, Bill. Yes, sir. Kev, which answer would you like? I'm going to take uh, Babe Ruth for the win. Babe Ruth for the win. <laughs> You'll be sorely disappointed. Ferg. Uh, Khartoum Sudan. Khartoum Sudan. And the answer is, of course, to the question, who played the title role in mod is Clifton Webb. Oh, man. I love Clifton Webb. <clears throat> who is buried in Grant's tomb is George Washington. My name is Clifton, but I never did a web. <laughs> All righty. So, Bill. I, just, I picked the last category. You did? Yeah, you did. I think so. <laughs> yeah, so, you did. Uh, screw hey. you. Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time today. Whoa. 69 earlier. <laughs> oh, TMI. <laughs> Not the first time this decade. <laughs> Wait, that was sad. Okay, Kev. <laughs> Choose a category. I'm going to take... Uh... Arts and entertainment, please. Science, arts and entertainment. Okay, there's arts and literature or entertainment. I'll take just entertainment or. Alrighty. Just entertainment. Yes. Where does Yogi Bear live? <laughs> the woods. Seoul. A Havana I, I think cigar. That's soul. 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 Seoul. <laughs> Seoul. I don't have no soul. Soul. A Havana cigar. <laughs> Hannibal. The female. Rebecca. Or Abraham Lincoln. Oh, wow. I'm going to take a big chance that that little bear lives in... Is this Yogi or uh, Babu? Yogi. Okay. Babu. Uh, Yogi lives in... Linus? I'm going to say he lives in uh, Seoul. He lives in Seoul. Mm -hmm. Ferg. Cigar. A cigar. Wow, a Havana cigar at that. Oh, Havana cigar. Sorry. <laughs> like stuff like that really works good on audio. Yeah. Um, and Bill, what is your answer to this question? To this pressing question of our day? After picnic baskets, Yogi is all about living in the female. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there your wife a gala? I know what I mean, know what I mean. Now, the correct answer it to where does Yogi Bear live is. Rebecca. Oh, Damn. particular female, I guess. Mm. All right. So Bill was so close. Let's make this next round. One last. Oh. Let's do this one last round. Okay. He likes, and, uh, likes redheads. We'll say our goodbyes and hope we make it another hundred episodes. You know, <clears throat> so it would be really awesome if like Bill and Ferg got the next question right, but Kevin didn't because then we'd have th three co-champions. <laughs> three. Three-way tie for last. You, you could just disconnect Kevin right now. <laughs> oh, we lost Kevin. <laughs> All right, Ferg. So, which category do you want? Anal bum cover. <laughs> That's an album cover. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> I'll take late hits now for 400. 
That's let it snow. I deserve no, that no, one. No, no, that's a popular French phrase. Bonjour, mademoiselle. I would like to see let it snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh take God, it. Those were some Entertainment. Entertainment. What folk group was Glenn Yarborough the lead singer for? Yarborough and Peoples, right? 5,280. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. The Seattle Mariners and Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> Kate Millett. The Soviet Union. Or Sextet. Oh. <laughs> I just went camping. The Soviet Union. The Soviet Union. Bill, what folk Fit group was Glenn Yarborough the lead singer for? 5280. 5,280? That is correct, sir. That's miles from being the correct answer. Okay, Kev. <laughs> Just one. Kate Winslet. <laughs> How about Kate Millett? Okay. Because Kate Winslet was probably not born when these cards were yeah, written. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kate, Kate Millett. All right, well, the answer, you're all wrong, dumbasses. Um, <laughs> what folk group was Glenn Yarbrough the lead singer for is, of course, Sextet. He oh, wasn't the lead geez. singer for the Soviet Union? Uh, <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> all right, Bill, here's your final question. Which category yes, would you like? And that's, uh, your, that's your question. No. I, I, I don't think we've had a history question for a while. Oh, that's oh, okay. true. What gangster's business card read, second-hand furniture dealer? Ooh. And here are your answers. Eleven. Joe Pesci. <laughs> in prison. Ed Ames. Switzerland. The Olympic Games or Aquarius? Um, that'd be Mr. Aquarius, sir. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? That would be Aquarius. Aquarius. All righty, Kev. I'm going to have to go with Mr. Ed Helms, sir. How about Ed Ames instead? Oh, so that's right. all Ed, Ed, I'm going to go yeah, with Ed, Ed Ames. Ed Ames. All right, Ferg. Yeah, Ed Ames was my, my pick as well. Yeah. Well, again, you're all wrong. <laughs> the answer to... Oh, I know, because you think you, you think no, no, gangster, you think, oh, Ed, right. Ed Ames, who's going to hit me in the crotch with a tomahawk? <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> even if you did get the question right, you're still all wrong. Um, the answer to what gangster's business card read secondhand furniture dealer is, of course, 11, for those of you oh. fans of Stranger Things. I dump your ass. She was the furniture dealer? <laughs> Apparently so. I had no What'd idea. What did she do? Like, did she like, like cause her nose to bleed furniture. and then the furniture would like move itself or something? I think that's exactly I'd watch that show. I think that has happened in the show, actually. Huh. Ego modern. Mm. And finally, <laughs> Bill, your last question. They found the or furniture in the underneath. Did I did that. the last it's one. Kevin. It's Kev. Hey! Screw you again. Okay. I'll take <laughs> history as well, please. All righty. Hmm. We haven't had enough was, I respect that. Thank you. Who was kidnapped on the night of March 1st, 1932? My mother. <laughs> the Netherlands. Potato. Oh, Jesus. Resistance. March 15th or the Ides of March. Because they'll be your vehicle, baby. Uh, five. <laughs> Or the Three Musketeers. I'm going to take the vehicle, baby. March 15th or the Ides March of March. March 15th or the Ides of March. All righty. Ferg. Potato. Which answer would you want? <laughs> <laughs> this Week in Potato. I forgot we, about that. Geez, even our special episodes, we can't get away without mentioning a potato in some, <laughs> some context. It, it was fortuitous several episodes ago when I actually found, for no apparent reason, a potato recipe book sitting on my computer desk. And mm. I have no idea how it got there. Oh. Potato ghost. Bill, what's your answer? 
Ghost potatoes. Um, three, three musketeers. The three musketeers. Oh, and I think we have a clear winner who, who's actually a big loser because he, while he got the question right, also got the question wrong. Who was kidnapped on the night of March 1st, 1932 is, of course, March 15th or the yeah. Ides of March. Oh, oh man. <laughs> and let's see if... Let's see if Kevin has broken into the 8,000 range. <laughs> Tallying up the score, Kevin now has 7,999. Oh, oh, so close. And Bill and Ferg are both tied at 6,287 with Bill in $5 of arrears. Because remember, <laughs> that question, you owe us money. There's $5 in his rear? If you want to take money from my that's son's allowance, that's okay. Don't feel bad. Oh, Henry won't mind. Nah, he likes you. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> that's what they all say. So, we like to thank our contestants again tonight, uh, Ferg Ferguson, Bill Pepper, and Kevin Zerb, for joining us on this very special, <clears throat> a very special Pie Factory podcast. And why don't we ask each of you, Ferg, where yes. can people find you other than at your house? Should we um, give out your home address? Yeah, you, I can. Somewhere in Delaware. <laughs> or at Byler's, yes. <laughs> That's where I'll be soon. Uh, on the internet, I am there. On the internet, you are there. Everybody says that. Uh, 2600gamebygamepodcast.blogspot.com. Is that right? I think that's right. I don't know. It's your website. I don't know. It's been <laughs> so long since I've said it out loud. <laughs> Whatever don't it is, we'll link it in the show notes. Oh, thank you. And Bill, where can people find you? I am at Atari Bytes on Twitter. You can also Poor go to Bill. my website, uh, CarnivalofGleeCreations.com. Can you? Right. I thought you may have dropped out. Can there you right have him do it again? A... Could you have him do it I again? I am. Take two. I am for for the record. I am at Atari Bytes on Twitter. You can also go to my website, uh, CarnivalofGleeCreations.com. That's Carnival of Glee, not Gleek, the creature on the Super Friends. Right. Yes. Yeah, that okay. was taken. So I went with Glee. Carnival of Glee. Link in the show notes. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Kev, where hey, can people find you? You can find me at zerbinator.wordpress.com for all your podcasting and music needs. Make sure you come on down. Everything you want, totally free, totally fun, totally happening. Have a good time. Come on and visit anytime you want to come down. See my and he said that with a straight face. Like <laughs> All right. So, hey, once again, I'd like to thank you guys for appearing on our show, for helping us celebrate a happy 100th episode. Happy 100th and episode. Happy 100th Congratulations. Yay. Happy 100th anniversary. Base 10. Kefira stumbled, and I hear So, once again, next episode of... Wow. Or something. Next episode of Pie Factory Podcast, we're going to be going back to our usual format. I will be talking about oh God. Pac-Man Plus, and I totally forgot what what Sean's going to be talking about. Uh, head on to No Obvious Joke. <laughs> Apply directly to the... <laughs> Ow! Why did you hit me? <laughs> okay, so once again from Morse, Illinois, the irradiated wastelands with uh, one nuclear power plant and the only high-level nuclear waste storage facility in the country, just seven short miles from me. This is Jimmy G. And coming from Chicago, and I hesitate to say Illinois because, let's face it, Chicago is its own state. It is nothing like Illinois. Hi, Thank I'm God. Sean. Oh, bye, I'm Sean. Uh, are you going to have a redundancy, Sean, or not um, this episode? Well, let's see. Um, I need a redundancy. Um, let's see. Um, Big and large. 
No, no, no. Synonyms connected by a conjunction is not a redundancy. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I got one. Nor- Sega Master System. Sega and Master. What? Uh, maybe not. How about 69, how it's sick, and then Germanly 9? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I ain't... Mm. Soda pop. <laughs> did I use that one yet? There, soda pop. You, you probably did. Uh, who cares? This is a cut rate episode. So, and remember, if not happy with this podcast, we please return unused portions for a full refund. And yeah. bye bye, everyone. What's your bye. Patreon sponsor? Oh, oh yeah. Bye. We're gonna read the Patreon sponsors. Oh yeah, we should. Yeah, we um, should. Since this is the hundredth episode. Yeah, we'll fit this and in. Here. Let me see. Um, I gotta pull up my episode notes. So, yeah, okay, um, I'm just going to go to the thingy here and read the thingies here. Uh, thank you, Franco Dragon and Underground Retrocade and Atari Bites. Hmm. Murray mm-hmm. Coleman, Kurt Musgrave, New Balance, Stores, Phoenix, Art Guglielmo, Jonas Rulo, Nate Lockhart. Hey, I saw the Geekiverse is back uh, live. Well, well, on re- on digital recording, of course, but, you yeah. know. Uh, Greg Soulblazer, thank you. Michael D'Angelo, thank you. Kyle Etter, thank you. PJ Steele, thank you. Tim Foley, thank you. Uh, thank you, Steve Steiner and D. Alex and Airshack and Christian Williams and Richard Valdez and Richard the Richard Grounds. Thank you for for your <laughs> financial you. support and your moral support and your immoral support. And your amoral support. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Bye-bye, everybody. And scene. And we're out! This episode of the Pie Factory podcast was edited and produced by Hyde St. Pierre. Opening and closing theme is The Happy L composed by Sean Courtney. Follow the Pie Factory podcast online via Facebook, on Twitter at Pie Factory PFP, or on piefactorypodcast.com. Support the show at patreon.com slash piefactorypodcast. All right, I'm going to ask the sync questions now. Uh, the first one is for Jim. Jim, what is your favorite style of sink? Kohler. The bold look Fair. of Kohler. Ferg, uh, this, actually, my wife wanted me to ask you this. Are macaroons difficult to make? Macaroons? Like coconut macaroons or almond macaroon? <laughs> Smart. Those little colorful <laughs> things that look like tiny puffy sandwiches. Cookies. With the... Are cookies hard to make? <laughs> no. No, macaroons. I don't think so. <laughs> But there's just extra okay. steps because you have to fill them. Bill, my question for you. Aside from Spike, who is your favorite of Snoopy's brothers? Uh, Andy. Uh, Kevin, my question for you. Futurama or American Dad? Oh, I'm going to have to go with neither. <laughs>